All right, guys, Tuesday show of sports cards and nonsense. I am your host still. Same name as last week. I'm not going to repeat what? it anymore. Say your name. Jesse, Jesse do me a favor. Sakes. Show your shirt real quick. I, People want to see gonna, it. I was going to save it. For the, oh, he's saving it. Go right. save it then. Dude, no, it's have too some, late. Have some conviction. Next time you're going to say there's Jesse Gibson, the one and only. It says sports. He's excited about that Guys, show. Guys, I love sports. Why not advertise it on my shirt? Oh, there you go. we got a pretty <laughs> cool show, actually. we got a couple different topics we're going to hit on. Then Dan from What's Inside is going to jump on and cut open some packs with us and do whatever it is he not does. Not literally cut, though. Well, he, you, he's you been know known that. to do it. You don't speak for Dan. All right, we got some <laughs> things to get to before we roll into that. Go ahead. Take us away. Take you Big to, picture. Deep breath. Uh, you have a different name. I'm, I'm using my name. How the Mighty Have Fallen is our big picture oh, for the mix day. Mixing it up. You have the indie <laughs> research for this, by the way? I do, yes. I have a feeling you're more prepared this week than last week, so I'm excited you. For would you would not be correct. Go ahead. Been a weird week <laughs> for sport. I mean, there's been some major impacts. So we'll start with NBA. LaMelo out for the year, broke his wrist against the Clippers uh, the other day. Mm. Uh, I mean, Woj says they're waiting on a second opinion. It looks like he's done for the year, though. That's going to have a major, uh, that's going to have an impact. I shouldn't say major impact, but it's definitely going to have an impact on the card market, especially the 2021 you know, product. Prism comes out in a couple weeks. The biggest, one of the biggest releases of the year. NT, of course, way later. Uh, I mean, LaMelo stuff's going to take a hit. Dude was balling out. He was playing really well. Plus they were pushing. They were, what, a top five, six seed out in the East? I don't know why I asked that. Like, you have, you have any idea what I'm talking about? What do you mean? I don't know. What do you think that is? That's a LaMelo ball card. That's a friend. Green Crusade pr- draft prism. Ever heard <laughs> That's of how it? you know I'm a fan. So I'll say this. As it relates to cards, there's been a drop. Nothing crazy. Um, and obviously, the news just came out 12 hours ago. We're recording this Monday morning. So some of the stuff that happened last night, though. So he's got that Prism Draft Picks downtown insert, which is a really, it's a nice card. It's a super short print. Mm-hmm. Those are doing 650 to 700. One closed late last night, so the news had just broken. And it closed at auction for 530. So, Ooh. you know, a decent dip there. Don Russ was doing 45 to 50. The Don Russ base, they're kind of in the 35-ish range. Um, you know, his hoop stuff is still about 20, 20 to 25-ish. It was doing 28 to 30 before that. So we're, we've seen an immediate drop-off. You know, I'm, I'm always kind of torn when something like this happens. Like, if, if people just want to get out and they don't want to wait around, I guess sell now before it sets in that, hey, it's confirmed. You know, the other play with LaMelo I think that's weird is because it, the guy's shown he can play, that team is going to be in the playoffs, a competitive playoff, you know, first-round competitive playoff team, at least for the next few years. I, I think you wait a few months. Like, if you wait six months, I'd be curious what LaMelo stuff's doing six months away from an injury. He missed the last two months of a season. He's in the middle of an offseason, so the, the NBA market is down anyways. I'm not saying go out and buy him right now because I don't think people are really dumping his stuff, but I do think in six months – that could be kind of a slow market. I, I have no issue with people waiting and then really loading up on the mellow. Well, I would caution too. Like if you're going to do, if you're going to sell out right now, this is exactly what happened with MB just a week ago. Everyone sold out or not everyone, but people who sold out, they lost, you know, maybe 200. I think it was going for like what? 800 or something bucks. And then it dropped 200 from there. And then within the next few days, it was already back up to close to what it was originally selling for. Yeah, only difference though is Embiid's coming back this year. They're still going to go in as a number one, number two seed. If Lamelo, Lamelo, if it's true, which it sounds like, is not coming back at all, so you're missing the season, you're missing the off season. Excuse me, the playoff run. Then you get into the middle of the off season. I just think, I mean, again, if you're going to sell him, I would sell today. I think his prices do nothing but slightly fall. Um, but then people also said, well, what does this do for Prism, which comes out in a few weeks? 
I don't think it does much for Prism. And, and just to be upfront, again, I have I have direct accounts with distributors for Prism because people whine about sealed product all the time. There's a couple things that I do think are funny. Like people think one guy getting injured is going to just destroy the class. Prism is not going anywhere. Prism boxes are like reselling right now for twenty three to twenty five hundred a piece. I don't see that price coming down much, honestly. And by the way, just so there's no confusion, if you ever want to know what what stuff actually costs, like card shops or breakers, happy to happy to tell you. Prism cases this year cost us three thousand and thirty dollars for a case. They're retailing at twenty five hundred a box for a twelve box case. Oh my so god! So anybody who tells you they're in the game <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, I'm losing money on stuff to make money," breakers are the most whiny. <laughs> wannabe victims on the planet oh my still going to make a ton of money. You've I just think alienated it, the entire community, but that's okay. No, just the breakers. <laughs> I like the community. Most breakers are just clowns. Um, you know, his stuff right now, though, what's weird is he's kind of on par with Zion anyways, if not outselling him. Uh, Zion hoops cards, 20 to 25 bucks raw. Lamelo's about the same. His Don Russ, he actually outsells uh, Zion a little bit, which makes sense. Don Russ is still fairly new for this year. Those will still keep coming down. Um, but even that, Zion Silver 9.5s from Prism last year, even when he was out and missed a bunch of time to start the year, we're still doing like $1,000, 800 to 1000 bucks depending on subs. So I still think LaMelo, a PSA 10 base card, so the Zion right now does about 700 I think LaMelo, even being out, is still going to be at least seven to 800 on the back. I just think he's going to come out outselling Zion because there's not a lot of attention in the class. Anthony Edwards has played well as of late, but I don't know how excited people are about him. The reason I said the thing about LaMelo like waiting on just because, you know, the thing with Embiid, you waited and then it turned out it wasn't as bad. The same thing happened with LeBron. They said it was like indefinite. And now it's like the next couple weeks or something like that. He could be back. So, yeah, I just say, like, maybe wait till it's official. Is he out the rest of the season? Yeah, it's OK to say you were wrong. It's fine. I was not wrong. Yeah, it's OK. You don't know. It's, I was no, not wrong. No I'm never wrong. Does uh, this guy look wrong? Does that look where sports ever? So sports, he knows his stuff. Yeah, so LaMelo stuff, obviously that's a big hit, though. I mean, a star like that going down. LeBron, you know, we talked about LeBron last week. Did you pull up any LeBron numbers? I did. Um, so, so LeBron stuff was already coming down. It sounds like he's going to miss two to three weeks with the injury, uh, the ankle injury, which I love, by the way. Guy flopped around on the ground like someone just <laughs> cut his foot off. But it then is he went amazing. back and played. It is amazing. Uh, he, 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 is, he played for another minute or two. Yeah, it's just amazing to me how much, <laughs> man, I can't stand his style. He's so good. I, I, I don't like anything about him. He's still a top two or three player all the time. You know he's going to be in Space Jam, right? It's because he's a great actor. Is he going to whine on he's Space Jam acting, like he does in real life, too? He acts on the court for our amusement just like he does in theater. Like a, is he going to flop around like a little girl? He's going <laughs> to a foul call in Space Jam? Maybe one of those LeBron aliens fans. can taser him. I'm Ugh. so sorry. All right, give me some uh, I numbers. do have numbers. All right, you have so, 2003 tops and tops chrome. Is I that what do. You're with? Yeah. So the I think the raw has gotten hit pretty hard because you're seeing raw sell for like 83, 86, even 102 as soon as, as late as the 19th. So what was that? That was last Thursday or something. Sure. So um, now as of Saturday and uh, Saturday it was 62 dollars. The uh yeah, twenty first that was yesterday. Twenty thirty five dollars, and a lot too with raw. You have any graded comps yeah, on there? Yeah, as great so, as where you got to go. Raw is so tough. No guys can't afford these cards. No, no, no. I, mean, I just mean it, it at least gives you the idea yes. of what the market is dropping by. So, like, what do you have for PSA so nine? Graded tens. I have. I've got some graded tens up. Eighty six fifty. Eighty two hundred is what they were selling for. As of last night, they started going down to eight thousand. 
7,900 and as low as 7,700. Okay, so maybe 10%-ish. Okay, and that's on the top's paper. What what else you got? So then we got top's Chrome. Um, Do you stick with PSA 10s? Yes. Okay. I was curious what the 9s were doing, but we'll look at that later. Um, so graded PSA 10 for the top's Chrome. Uh, the 15th, what, they were going for 000? about like, no, like 32. Okay. They just a, just a little under 32. And then as of yesterday, again, that's Sunday, they were going... 26 and 25. Oh, so you're talking a 20% drop, which that card mm-hmm. had already trended down. It hit almost 40 right after the Super Bowl because we were saying yep. Brady 30. That yep. actually is what we talked with Gary Vee about. Yeah, so LeBron stuff is, was already coming down anyways, which whatever, it's it's a mild hiccup. It's This is not a bubble bursting. But again, if, you, if you're looking to get in on LeBron stuff, and if I'm the yeah. Lakers, by the way, I know no one cares about our actual basketball takes. If I'm looking to get in on LeBron stuff, I would wait another week or two and buy in. Because I don't, I don't care if LeBron and AD go in as the seven seed. That's still the team to me that comes out of the West. So uh, the Man. only thing weird about that, too, the population, we'll get into it in straight cash, homie. I guess I'll save it there. Super high population on tops. I like his Bowman card. I've got some numbers in the Bowman we'll get into there. But again, LaMelo, LeBron goes down this week. The other thing that happened, which is really a non-story, Bobby Witt got demoted, or he's going to get demoted. I don't know if he got sent down already or is going to. This is all contractual. New guys to the market came in, and a lot of guys were saying on Facebook and on Twitter, why would you send the guy down? It all has to do with contract control with minor league guys. That's always how it is with the, with the prospects, star prospects. This is a non-story. Bobby Witt was killing it for the Royals. He's going to start in, in minor league ball. He's not going to start the season up. Here's what I would tell you. There is no reason to sell off Witt right now, I don't think. And I was, I was the exact opposite a week ago because I didn't think he'd maintain it. Dude's been hitting for more power than people thought. And so his stuff came out in 2020 Bowman. He came out with Jason Dominguez. Those were the two big-time headliners because what MLB has always done with tops, that he was drafted in 2019. So 2019 Bowman draft comes out in December. They always hold the number two pick, which was Bobby Witt. They always put him in the following release. So 2019 Bowman draft, the last of 2019. So they'll hold the number two pick to go in 2020 Bowman. So 2020 Bowman, where he's throwing across his body, that's his first prospect auto, his first prospect card, first chrome card, first of all that. That stuff is selling for stupid money. Raw chrome cards, which on a case break, you're getting four to six on average, going for 35 bucks raw and almost 300 as a PSA 10. His PSA 10 auto is doing 2,600. And the 9510, so a BGS gem does like 16 to 1,700. Just to put that in perspective, Acuna, who is like the guy in baseball, him and him and Tatis and Soto. Acuna, of course, out of the 2017 Bowman class, he's going for about double. Witt is literally selling for half of what Acuna is, which is absolutely insane to me. So he is already crazy high, but somebody made a good point the other day. He's been facing major league pitching and doing this. What happens after two weeks of minor league pitching and he's just destroying the ball? I actually think his numbers could jump. Wit though, so this whole thing about him being demoted originally a week, two weeks ago, we kind of knew this was going to happen. It's just because of contract stuff. This has nothing to do with anything on field. It looks like the dude's going to play. I think he's going to hit well in the minors, and I think he's eventually going to get the promotion to the majors. I think Wit numbers, as crazy as they are, are going to go up even higher. So did uh, his value drop at all with the no, demotion? No, not, a, not oh, at all. Okay. And this is because guys who are big time into prospecting no, knew this was going to happen. There was no chance we were going to see this guy in the majors, honestly, before May or June, depending on the con- contract implications. But 2020 Bowman, Bobby Witt, I'm not saying he's a crazy good buy because he's very high already, all-time high price-wise. 
I just think there's still that X factor where he gets called up, he he dominates in the minors, gets called up and hits really well, and all of a sudden, you know, again, it's just a hype game with with young guys in baseball. Uh, but nothing to panic about. Certainly, no reason to try to like rush to sell off his stuff. Uh, what's all right. Next? Major cards sales are low? Question mark? Yeah, you got some numbers, I think. I think I do. So what have you seen sell? So let's see. MJ rookie. Now, what was this thing was going for? What? 750. 750. 738, I believe, was the actual number at Golden a month ago. 492 right now. What's your take on this? Yeah, so again... I brought this up, too, because Darren Ravel was tweeting about this, and it irritated me quite a bit. And then he, he commented on some of the times when I tagged him to come on the show, but he didn't. So, which is fine. I don't, you know, I don't, he's a big-time dude. I don't expect him to come on. I hope he does. Uh, you know, how many guys are in the market for a, a half a million dollar or more card? True. A couple just sold, so you have a couple buyers off the market right there. And then, honestly, we've seen this for the last few weeks, and in, in almost a month now, we talked about this two weeks ago on the show. Duncan stuff down, Kobe stuff down, LeBron stuff down, Bird rookies. Honestly, about 50 to 60% of what they were at. So we've seen all of those things drop. It makes sense that Jordan would drop as well. And again, you have such a small buyer's market for a card of that value. Um, you know, it still went for 500 A year ago, that card, I don't even think, was six figures. Now That's we're complaining because it's selling for five. This isn't a so yeah. This is what I keep saying. This is not a bubble bursting. This is a simple market correction. I bring up the Ravel thing. It irritated me because he said something like, you know, all you guys preaching this is the first inning in the card market, meaning first of nine. This thing's going to keep growing for you know an extended period of time. I hope you're putting your money where your mouth is. Every week on the show, I highlight what I buy. We're spending thousands of dollars a week in the market. Anybody to me who's intelligent and knows enough is doing the same thing. Now, I don't know if he even knows what the show is or who we are, although the fact that we're in the ringer, I would think he's probably heard of us. Not I would of like us. to specify that comment was not directed towards us, but no, the market in general. It wasn't directed toward us, but the market. So I have a, I have an issue with that, too. If you're going to say something like that, I'd, I'd prefer you put some names on it. Jesse, I know you're uncomfortable with this naming name I'm just thing. saying I don't, he's, he's, he wasn't necessarily trying to be a jerk about it. But I didn't whatever. say he was, but if you're going to say stuff <laughs> like that, and then people, we got tagged by a bunch of people. My That's thing is true. just come out and say, hey, I heard this guy saying it. Is he putting his money up? I respect people a little bit more when they put their money where their mouth is, or when they put a name to it. <laughs> put their but names fine. where their mouth are. Here, here's what I will say to you. So, okay, some major stuff like that is down in the market. Look at other things. Look at the baseball market right now. We just talked about Bobby Witt through the roof. Acuna Tatis Soto, all-time highs. Matter of fact, the Acuna Red Auto 1010 just sold for like 140000 Highest Acuna sale to date. That's crazy. Jason Dominguez stuff, through the roof. Andrew Vaughn, through the roof. J-Rod, Kalenic. I mean, literally, Mike Trout stuff, all-time highs. Now, granted, the Trout update card is finally corrected. But, like, just look across the board. Look at vintage baseball. Hank Aaron stuff is still crazy high. Maze and Mantle. Vintage baseball is through the roof still. And yet now it's like, oh, well, maybe we're not in the first inning anymore. It's just there's other areas of the market where guys are spending money. Even in basketball, Zion stuff is up 15% from a month ago. We're not into playoffs yet. Yeah, Joker stuff is up. Giannis stuff, Janice, is starting to grow. There's plenty of other guys who are jumping in value. So I just think it's funny when people like that make a comment. And then, of course, he responded to ours with, when I did comment, I do more data research than anybody in the space. I, d- I just doubt that. I, I, what data research do you do? I, maybe he does. I don't know. I, again, I would actually like to get Ravel on the show to talk. And he's probably, maybe he's a nice We're guy. We're very friendly, Ravel. 
works. Oh, we Des- can be. I mean, I just despite, like to have it op- despite what it looks. I, like. I would like to just have an open conversation about it. Then, who do you mean when you say this? And what areas of the market are you talking about? If we're just going to pick out one random sale, which if you go through his Twitter history, high sale after high, all he does is screenshot. Hey, this just sold all time high. Well, let's play that game then. Luca just sold for four point six million. That guy robbed the actor we had on, who's you know age is unknown. <laughs> just bought the mantle for the all time high. So I'm, I just think it's funny when anybody, in this case, it just happened to be Ravel that, that set me off on this thing. But it's like, don't just pick little areas. And that's why, oh, you know, where's your money? So you know what smart people are doing now? You're selling things that are high and you're buying things that are low. I bought in five bird rookies this month because it's low. I have confidence in the market. I could be wrong. No question. But I just, well, the I guy's preaching s- this whole bubble bursting market correction. Put your money where your mouth is. My money is where my mouth is. So I don't know what else you want people to do. I mean, I, we've said it several times. If the market continued to trend that way, then it would uh, eventually burst, and this whole thing could then collapse. you get a burst, correct? But it, it had to correct. It, this is a Mar- good thing. Yeah, you want the market to go down somewhat because if it didn't, then it's irrational, and then you can't trust it. And yeah, it falls small apart. market corrections to me are a good thing. It's indicative of a healthy market, not a yeah. bubble that is on the God, precipice we're so of smart bursting. with our finance talk. <clears throat> I'm irritated. I know you're uncomfortable. I'm sorry. You just like <laughs> I'm not happy. uncomfortable. You just like happy, I, Joyce. By the I'm way, so I didn't. Pre- I didn't prep you for the one-on-one thing. I sent you a link on Facebook Messenger. It's yeah, a group break checklist. So if you go through that alphabetically, that's all the releases. If you go to the year 2020, 2021, obviously there haven't been many. Yep. So in the one-on-one this this week, just real quick, we're gonna go through this kind of fast. Um, it, we get a lot of questions. Hey, what is this brand? I'm not familiar with this one. What's good? What's bad? Where should I spend my money? So we thought we'd go sp- one sport at a time through the three big sports that we talk about. Thought we'd start this year with baseball. Based off the 2020 calendar release, which is going to be almost all these products have come back for 2021. Um, so Group Break Checklist is the site. I, these guys are great on Facebook, too. So I use the checklist to make all PYTs for breaks. Oh, But they literally have a list of every card and every product, every set that comes out. It's alphabetical. So nice. just just go through the list real quick. Again, I don't want to spend an hour here. So 2021 baseball. 2020, not 21. 2020. I'm sorry. Yep. 2020 so it should baseball. Start with Bowman. Uh, it actually starts with Absolute. Almost. Uh, okay, Absolute. So Absolute. Here's one huge distinguishing mark too. You have Tops and you have Panini. In baseball, Panini does not have licensing. So NT National Treasures, Immaculate, Flawless, Prism, Absolute. Those cards, nice cards still, they sell for a lot less because they don't have the logo on the shirt. So like a Red oh. Sox player will have a white jersey with a red number. It won't say Devers. And it won't say Red, excuse me, it could say Devers. It won't say Red Sox. They don't have licensing. Tops is still exclusive with the MLB. So Absolute, for example, you know, Absolute's a, it's a fun product. I'm not a huge fan of Panini baseball unless it's the high-end stuff. So Absolute, you can get plenty of autos, plenty of patches. I'll say this, it's a cheaper one where you can get vet hits and rookie hits. Uh, again, no licensing, so it sells a lot less. So to me, that's not one I would generally spend a lot of money on. Okay. Uh, Bowman first baseball. Okay, so let's just one. tie into Bowman. So just Bowman, okay. for example, three Bowman releases over the course of the year. Generally, mm-hmm. in April, you get Bowman. Mm-hmm. In September, usually, you get Bowman Chrome. December, you get Bowman Draft. All okay. three of those are prospect heavy. Super dependent because these guys, prospects, have cards in multiple years of Bowman, so super important to find out when their first card is. Uh, For example, Jason Dominguez and Bobby Witt had their first Chrome card, Bowman Chrome card, in 2020 Bowman. That's the Bobby Witt as a PSA 10 sells for 300 bucks. The Dominguez sells higher than that. But it's always important to see, you know, and it also comes with paper. Bowman has paper and Chrome cards. 
First prospect cards are huge. First prospect auto sell for a premium. Those boxes are always going to be expensive. Bowman is the, is the major market mover for baseball. The nice thing is you could pull in, unlike other products where you're really chasing autos, you're still chasing autos. You want to hit a red Dominguez that's worth hundred grand. But even if you just pull a bunch of base, you can grade and still do really well. So Bowman, Bowman Chrome, Bowman Draft are the three prospect-driven Bowman releases of the year. So since this is a 101, <clears throat> just for clarification, when you say paper versus chrome, what do you mean by that? Literally a paper card or a chrome card. It's the like, same card, same picture. It's just one of them is all paper. One of them okay. is the chrome card. It actually looks like a chrome finish. On oh, the yeah. Outside. It's, it's okay, twice gotcha. the weight, twice the thickness. Yeah, you can tell the difference. But okay. but those are your three big ones. April, September, December. Bowman, Bowman Chrome, Bowman Draft. All right. Um, what about Bowman Sapphire, Bowman, Bowman Sterling? Sapp- yeah, so Sapphire is a, is a similar card where you're going with chrome, but they have like the variations, the refractors, way lower print run, and they sell for a ton of money. The, really? Those cards are super nice looking too. Where do you um, get those? That's mostly a retail product. I don't mess with Sapphire. Really? Okay. Yeah. Now, Bowman Sterling, I hate. Bowman Sterling to me, you're going to have all the prospect autos and rookie autos of these guys. I think Bowman Sterling is too expensive and it doesn't resale for nearly as much. I would rather spend more money on one of the big main three Bowman products than waste money on Bowman Sterling. I just never been a fan. Never demands the market resale. There's also Bowman Transcendent in Bowman's Best. Yeah, Transcendent's garbage. That's at super high end, 25000 a year. I'm not going to waste, I I mean a case, I'm not going to waste time with that. Bowman's Best is the only non-traditional, so not one of the big three. I love Bowman's Best. Has all the rookies in it. You also get guys like Trout and big-name vets sign every year. Base rookies as well. Base refractors. You can get all your color in there, uh, and it's way cheaper. Traditionally, Bowman's Best will sell for at least half, if not less, again, in general, of what the big three Bowman boxes sell for. I love Bowman's Best. It comes out, it's almost always the very last release of the year for the calendar year. So Bowman's Best 2020 Came out at the end of December, right around Christmas time. Uh, I love Bowman's Best, though. You get four autos a box. I like the fact that it's not only rookies and prospects, but you have some vet guys there as well. Now, this is not retail. This is hobby? No, that's a hobby product. Yep. Okay, cool. All right. Um, what did you want to go to next? Just go roll through the list. Let me see what else we got. I'm going to spend a couple Under more baseball? Yep. Um, All baseball. I mean, last one is the 2020 Contenders Baseball. That's not the last one. There's like 50 products. Un- oh, I have to hit the load more. Hit the, hit There's the a load more. more <laughs> in the uh, thing. While you're doing that, Contenders is just a Panini product. You get, I think you get six autos per. It's usually the previous year draft or the current year draft class. Non-licensed card, all paper. You can get cracked ice in different variations. If you can get it cheap, I don't mind it. I would not spend more than 100 to 125 bucks a box on it, though, in general. Diamond Kings. Nope. Nothing? Cheap. Yeah, I don't like Diamond. It's a cheap Panini product. I'm not a fan of it. Although, I will say this. If you have kids... And Diamond Kings, I think there's retail now. I believe they started that last year. Diamond Kings is cool because you can get cheap patch cards and variations and a bunch of numbered cards. There's a million different cards in the set. So I said no because for me, I don't like it. You can almost always get Diamond Kings under 100 bucks, And it's actually a fun product for like a kid to rip. I don't mind it for that for oh, that nice. market, actually. All right, Donruss. Yeah, same thing. Very cheap, you know, non-licensed. Cool for kids. Okay. Um, elite, extra... Even cheaper, all prospect-driven, all college uniform stuff. Very cheap. I stay away from it. Leaf. So Leaf is weird. Leaf doesn't have licensing. Leaf puts out four or five different products a year, like Flash, uh, Metal. The one Leaf product I like is Valiant because it comes with one card that's BGS graded 9, 5, 10 or higher. And it does always include all the big names. So like last year, you had Adley, 
Bobby Witt, Andrew Vaughn, Jason Dominguez was in it, Jordan. It's always a mixture of like rookies and prospects. And it's usually cheap. Those boxes, same thing. For five or six autos a box, you're talking $100 to $125 range generally. For that, I don't mind it. It doesn't resale nearly as well as Tops or even Panini, but I don't mind it for the cheaper market. If you're looking for a way to find a Dominguez auto, you don't have 500 bucks to spend on 2020 Bowman. You want to jump in on a Leaf box for 125 you might hit one. Man, you know a lot about cards, Mike. Breakout. Um, <laughs> national Treasures. Yep, Panini, super high-end, non-licensed, but I love NT baseball. I don't care. It's the same as NT football and basketball. Super nice patch autos, booklets, multiplayer stuff. Um, veteran one-on-ones, you know, cut autos like Ruth and Gehrig are always in there. You can pull bat knobs, bat barrels. Uh, if you're if you're hung up on the no licensing thing, it's not for you. It's Panini, so there's no team logos. I really like it. I think it's an awesome product. Usually five to six hundred bucks a box, eight to ten hits. I, I think it's a nice product though, just for the chase. So then you got like a whole bunch of different Paninis. You got Chronicles, Flawless, Immaculate. Okay, Prism. so hang on. So Immaculate is just a tiny bit watered down version of of. National Treasures, so still okay. cool, nice patch autos. Flawless, obviously super high-end. Um, you know, you get the briefcase. I think it's 10 cards. Three of them are encased. You get the diamond cards still. Um, you can get rookies in there, no prospects. That'll be rookies who have made MLB de- debuts and then just crazy high-end stuff. You know, Ruth, Mantle, Ted Williams, triple patch. Uh, Gehrig, one-on-one cut auto. Uh, I love Flawless. You know, you get the dual patch autos every year. I, I think Flawless, especially if you're a vet guy, I really, really like Flawless on the single side. Chronicles is kind of a cheap mismatch one. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like Panini Prism Baseball Checklist. It looks like it's a quick yeah, Prism, or retail. Yeah, Prism okay. super cheap. No one cares about Prism and baseball, unlike everywhere else. Okay. Um, Tops. Tops yeah, so, 206. Yep. So Tops, you got another one. Tops releases three. Series one, which comes out usually about February. Series mm-hmm. two, I believe is September, October. And then Update, which is at the end of the year. It's almost the same as Bowman, except it's with rookies. And it's loaded sometimes. Like, for example, 2021 Tops Series 1 just came out. All the paper rookie cards. To me, that's a product that's great value. You just got to be patient. Joe Adele, Alec Baum, Nick Madrigal, uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, who I love now. Uh, All those guys had their first Tops officially licensed rookie card in Series 1 that just came out. The tough thing is with grading now, you got to be selective what you send in. Uh, it's still a great product because you can pull long shot, you know, big name autos, but it's great on the rookie rookie side of things because you get a ton of paper rookies. Uh, again, that's one for a kid, I think, is actually like a really fun, affordable rip, and you can still, you could potentially hit a trout auto to five or something, but you're going to at least get decent value back just with the rookies you're going to pull out of it. So that kind of covers the tops, series one, series two, and update. All right. I mean, there's about 20 or 30 so jump different down, tops down to like tops. So like Tops Triple Threads, for example. Triple yep. Threads is a high-end product. Vet heavy, has rookies as well, not really prospects. The cool thing about Triple Threads to me, you get the DECA booklets. You have 10 players on each. You can pull super nice one-on-one cuts, triple auto patch cards. Uh, again, Triple Threads to me, if you're a vet chasing guy, I really like Triple Threads. I like Tribute for the same reason in Tier 1. I think those are all nice, a little bit more on the vet side of things. Um what else are we missing? I'm sure we're missing uh, some. There's uh, Tops Update. Yeah, we talked um, about Update. Same as Series 1, Series right. 2. That pretty um, well, I mean, that, that's a pretty good idea for the majority. Stadium Club. Okay, Stadium Club. Again, you're kind of looking for your rookies. Uh, now they make Stadium Club Chrome as well, which is nice. But basically like a Top Series 1, Top Series 2 type. You can pull more autos out of it. 
Um, so a little bit bigger hit potential, little, and you, you can still get the base rookies and stuff for the price, probably 150, 175 bucks. Not a bad product. What is this Tops Luminaries? Luminaries is one autographed in case card per box. Oh, wow. Uh, super vet heavy. You have rookies as well, but a lot of vet stuff in there. Um, Tops Dynasty is the same setup as Luminaries. One patch auto card per Dynasty is just crazy expensive. Um, those two products to me are not worth ripping because you got to hit a monster. I mean, you can literally hit a Griffey patch auto out of Dynasty, and for the price of the box, you would think you did awesome. You maybe broke even. I What's love the box two- cost? Yeah, they're crazy expensive. I love those two really? products, but honestly, I would just lean toward buying them as singles. But very nice products. Okay. Yeah, there's um, kind of a one-on-one. That's a that's a pretty yeah. good breakdown. Yeah, I think that's a lot. And I mean, I think what's great, I think what we'll do is we'll cut this up and put it on the website so guys Cut can go back up. and listen to it because there's Can't a lot wait. of information. Yep. Uh, as far as, just real quick, I, I have a couple of the, well, I don't really care about the other notes. We're already got plenty of time. I'm going to get to Dan here anyways. Let's go to straight cash. Straight hit- cash, homie. You got you your see pep- that? I just went right into it. You got your pet back this week. You didn't overthink <laughs> it. You have a pick this week, I was told. I do have a pick. Um, Is that news so, to you? You look a little... No, no, no. I got it. Okay, let's hear it. Um, so, guys, we talk a lot about baseball, basketball, football. No. Who cares? Am I right? Here's where your money is. Soccer. 1985 Garbage Pail Kids. Now, just hold, just hold on for me one second. What you're going to really be looking for, these are stickers, okay? You're going to be looking for Nasty Nick. He looks like a little vampire. He's got like a Barbie doll in his hands. How about the school of the kid named Nick who I didn't like at all? I don't want to give his last name. Was he nasty? Because this is nasty He was a He was a preppy kid. He made fun of me a lot. I wouldn't (laughs) mind running into Nick these days. I'll tell you right now. You've got a lot of anger issues today, and that's okay. Things things will look different, me and Nick. From our Walnut Square Stop days and Hayes. Threatening people on the show. JG Woodia. Oh my God. John Greenleaf, the poet. Stop. My middle school. You know John Green. Um, <laughs> Larry? <laughs> you know Larry? All right. Inside jokes aside. So, oh, excuse me. Buy your nasty Nick base or raw cards. Here's the thing oh these raw God. cards are going for like 200, maybe 300 bucks, but even a PSA 7 is going for 500 over $500. Don't Boom. even get me started. So like a 70 80% markup for a 7? Yeah. And Dang. some of the there's uh there's a few cards out there right now that are currently on bid for around 60,000 for a PSA 10. What? Um it's insane. Um gar- to say. like there's a few of these garbage mail kids out there especially if you've got one already like somewhere in your back closet. Go out. Check them out and see what you got because there I may just be moved. some I don't money. have anything in this new house. Dang it. Shut up, Mike. Garbage. I didn't mean right, that. Hey. That's a bad word. Go on. Yeah. Don't let your kid hear that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give my three. You know what I forgot? Real quick. This day in sports history. Google that while I'm giving my three picks here, please. Just in oh, case. Go. I forgot to look. Go. Oh, you're nervous. You need me to type it? Uh, so we're going to go baseball for the first few. And we did get emails. We get a lot of response, which I like. Hey, that's cool. It's a great buy for a thousand. I don't have a thousand bucks. So we tried to keep it relatively cheap this week, and but still some value. So 2020 tops series one, and the picture will be on the vodcast on Spotify. You can watch it. Corey will do a magnificent job he always of putting does. it up. He didn't wear a white shirt today to go along with the scene. <laughs> that's why we couldn't Ooh, have him on. We usually haven't quite forgiven him about that, but that's okay. <laughs> uh 2020 tops series one, Jordan Alvarez, a PSA 10 paper base are going for like 30 bucks now. These were going as high as 60 a month ago. 
He's finally back. He had the double knee surgery in the offseason. He is back. He went over 3 yesterday or Saturday. Uh, but he says he's healthy and he's gonna, they're going to slow play, but he is going to start the season. I think Jordan's a great buy right now. For 30 bucks for a PSA 10, I, I think that's an awesome buy. I hate this next pick because this guy has burned me multiple times. You know what I'm talking about? Is it Otani? It is. <laughs> one of the few dudes who has <laughs> just destroyed me on money. <laughs> 2018 update. So Otani's in the same class as Soto, Acuna, and Glaber. Uh, Otani's in that same 2018 class. That, that class is just stupid loaded. That 2018 tops update. It's the card, red jersey. He's pitching. PSA 10 is doing like 80 bucks. They had fallen as high as low as 50 last year, mid preseason hype. Like I was hyped up and bought him. They were going for like 100 to 110. If he actually performs, that could be a $200 card. For 80 bucks, he's hit a couple home runs. If they just leave him alone for pitching, it's probably better for the team if he pitches. It's better for people in the market if he just stays as a hitter. For 80 bucks, again, PSA 10, two cards, I think the Jordan PSA 10, the Otani PSA 10. Then we'll get expensive. 2003 Bowman, uh, it's Bowman Rookies and Stars, but 2003 Bowman LeBron Rookie, a PSA 9 right now. The last couple have closed under 1,400. Uh, the high was like 21 to 2,200. Here's the reason I like that card. And honestly, I would even say if you got to spend 15 to get it, I don't hate it. I don't hate paying a couple bucks more than the all time low. I'd rather do that than miss it. So I have, I have on here like 1,400, which actually works out good. Use just stimmy money. Anybody who go. says stimmy, by the way, Don't. should be tarred and feathered. We love it. Horrible. You're wrong. Uh, so like fourteen to $1,500, PSA 9, 2003 LeBron Bowman rookie. So the Topps card sells for 2000 bucks as a PSA 9 with a population of 3600 This card sells for 1400 right now. Population's 850 I think it's a good buy. I think LeBron stuff is low. They're going to go on a championship run. I think you're going to see a bunch more money come back into the NBA, the, the recent market, uh, as opposed to these guys who think the market's crashing, first inning clowns. <laughs> so I, I'm, a, I'm high on that card as well. So, so Jordan for 30, Otani for 80, LeBron 14 to 15. Anything big, sports history? Um, May not be anything. Well, you know, just You're not going to know if it is big, actually. I don't know why I had you look this up. I know. I know that things are big. In fact... Did you know that on the, okay, this is the 22nd because the 23rd didn't have anything good. So on Monday, the 22nd, which is today, which is today, the day we record. Yep. Uh, 1904, the term baseball catcher, there was a patent issued for it. Huh? Pretty interesting. And the first master's golf championship in Augusta happened in 1934. You know, it's funny. I would have thought way before that. 1934. Well, you would have thought wrong. And you are Which, wrong. Apparently. You know what's uh, a real fun fact, though? These are That was your fun fact. That, nonsense that was not fact. Mine. Take it. My fun fact. This goes right hand in hand with my previous fun facts. Once an escalator. Now, March 23rd, 1857, the first commercial elevator opened to the public. Thank you. I'm These are fun you, facts. I'm surprised you did not see this on there for important days in history. <laughs> yeah. Well, so 2001. Oh, God. March 23rd, right. no. Ellen and Jack got married. <gasps> My mother and stepfather, 20 Here we years go. tomorrow. Let's hear it for them. They're hey, not listening. calm down with the clapping. They you know, didn't that clapping is doing nothing for anybody's audio. 20 years. <laughs> yep. My mother and his stepfather, Jack. Okay. Great people. No one cares Still about up in the state family. of Massachusetts. I do. Love your parents. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. Don't be smug. I'm not what being smart. Nobody you knows. Know I don't I love Ellen. And you Jack. think I care if other people know who it is? My <laughs> mother. She's getting an anniversary shirt. I don't care if the listeners know who it is. Can, they shouldn't. Can we get plenty of Creeps? shout outs in all social media for Ellen and Jack's? 
You see, anniversary. I don't last name, weird. I was, I was thinking Some of the it. emails I've got, I don't need these people <laughs> finding my parents. Good grief. Uh, you can try to find my dad. Have fun with that one. He doesn't know what an internet is. Geo! Papa so. G. <laughs> you know what? Mom gets a shout out. Dad gets a shout out. All right, there moving along. Last two uh, topics I wanted to end the show before we get two to Two topics? God, before we get to, get Dan, to Dan, who you are just giddy about. I, that's all I uh, care about. The Magic documentary, they say, is coming out in the next few months. Magic Johnson. Uh, obviously, I think that's going to line up well. Again, Hall of Fame induction. NBA playoff documentary. That's why I'm still so bullish. I don't understand the term, but I like it. Yeah. On the NBA, I think the market's going to get just get rolling. going to be really strong. And I have decided, I've always been a collector and I like getting into things. I don't talk about it as much because, you know, here it's kind of the, hey, where can we make money? Where should we invest? But from a personal note, Let's 2001 SP Sign of the Times Autos uh, football. It's a 38-card set. I have liked that set since I was a kid. I've started finally messing around to put that thing together. Uh, the Breeze rookie is big in it. Jim Brown, Unitas, uh, Marino Montana is a bunch of different names. Drew Bledsoe, I actually loved him as a QB for the Pats. So if you hear this and you have these cards for sale, go ahead and email the show so I can buy them from you. Uh, I actually used to love putting together like just sets of stuff when I was younger. What like a nerd. I, the guys who know me, the 2000 Flair Showcase baseball set, the Sweet Sigs. Uh, that 10 card set is what got me back in the hobby in the early 2000s, just because I thought it was fun to put it together. So yeah, I'm going to mess around with that set. I think it's cool. It's a ton of Hall of Famers. It's on card. It's just a clean-looking white horizontal set. I'm going to mess around with that. That's like my new, like, hey, eBay search and just mess around, find stuff for it. So when I'm Are you going to mess around? Shows, you said mess around like five times. Mess around. Ever since Perot came on, I feel like this weird passion of wanting to over-talk you, and it feels great. He has really instilled a lot of confidence. <laughs> I want to. What's the opposite of instill? Um, tickle. <laughs> Still tickle. one of your best lines. Is it tickle. Hey, you know what's um, actually perfect. Speaking of tickled, you have been tickled this week about our next guest. Let me go ahead You've and intro so him. Can I intro? Can intro I intro him and let's wrap this thing up? All right, guys. Up next, we have got Dan Markham from What's Inside. You guys may know him from YouTube. He is known for opening up uh, hornets' nests. He cut open his uh, million-dollar YouTube play button to see what was inside that. And most recently, he has been opening up sports card pack and Pokemon packs, for that matter. Uh, we're going to have him on, and let's see you just what he's going to find inside of some packs today. All right, guys. Thank you so much, Shao. Uh, we are very excited today. I mean, I don't know about... You are giddy like a child. I just need to preface that Mike is constantly excited because we got... Sports guy Peralt and card person, whatever. This is the real hero in my book. This A is YouTube the intro you went star. With? This is this the, is the you YouTube with? star. Card guy this. YouTube <laughs> oh, star. That's little, so funny. Well, thank you know. for watching my YouTube videos. That's great. <laughs> Dan from What's Inside has joined us today, folks. Uh, little, if you don't know, Dan has a little channel, about 7.1 million followers or so. Uh, plus another channel with his family for another million followers. Uh, Dan is known for finding out what's inside things, and he has gotten into the card world, just like the rest of us and the rest of the world is starting to. Dan, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Tell us a little bit about it. What what made you move from cutting open YouTube play buttons to finding out what's inside card packs? Well, the great thing is I feel like the, the card pack world does fit in, like seeing what's inside of a card pack and that curiosity fits totally in with our channel. Like, yeah, we cut open a rattlesnake rattle to see what's inside of it. Turns out, spoiler alert, there's nothing inside of a rattlesnake rattle, but that actually <laughs> intrigued people. And it's the same thing with opening like a pack of cards. Like you don't know if you're going to get 
Donovan Mitchell, the Jason, Tate, Tate, Jason Tatum auto in here. Like you don't know what you're going to get. And when you hit, it's fantastic. So, um, so I like the idea of like having boxes, which is funny because like this is a 2003 NBA um, Topps Chrome. No LeBron James right could there. be in here. It's a hobby edition. No big edition. deal. Thirty five thousand bucks. Not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know that I'm going to open it, even though we're what's inside. So, but really, what got me back into it? Uh, everybody always you always hear this story. It's like when I was a kid, I was into sports cards, and then I oh, went yeah. away for a while. Then I got back into it. For me, it was I bought a storage locker in Las Vegas, Nevada. It was like seven thousand dollars, and it was completely packed with cards. Cards, wow. comic books, but mostly sports cards, all different kinds of sports cards. And after spending three weeks going through that and pulling out all of these cards for people, I started looking at the current market and I'm like, this is actually really fun. I need to get back into this because I already love sports. And I've, this is kind of like the stock market of sports players in a way, the way I look at yep. it. But it's also fun. You have something. We did a video with Pokemon cards where we like cut open a Pokemon pack and we like actually cut it in half without even opening it. It was like a basic yeah. pack. I was gonna Luckily, there was that. no Charizard in there, so it didn't yeah. turn off turn turn out too negative on us. But um, but I don't get into Pokemon because I didn't really get into it when I was a kid. And there's no like, there's no LeBron James out there getting thirty points and ten assists and ten rebounds. And so Pokemon, I just don't resonate with, which I know a lot of people do. So this is I love this. I love the sports card world. So you mentioned how you cut open that Pokemon uh, pack just. To emphasize, this was not like a new pack. This was like one of the early edition packages where there could have been a hundreds of thousand dollar worth oh, card in there. And he just he took scissors and literally just I thought it was like that was like the screenshot for the video. And I was like, oh, this is this is just clickbait. He's not actually going to do it, but I'm going to watch. He actually he just cut right into this thing. <laughs> and I, I could Sheesh. not believe my eyes. Tell me you're not going to do that with any of the 2003 LeBron oh, rookies. No stuff. way. No okay. way. I can't do it anymore. It was fun for the video and I loved it for Pokemon. And now looking back in hindsight, I'm like, it's actually good that there wasn't a hundred thousand dollar card in there because <laughs> my wife would not be super happy with me, but that's understandable. <laughs> it, out. it was like the, it was like a trainer or something in there that was not valuable. Hey, yeah, just, okay. I got to ask just because I'm the cards, you know, obviously I'm a big time card nerd. So the O3 box, how long have you had that? I've had it for about six months. So not okay. very long. Can I ask so, what you paid? It was it wasn't a ton. It was around what it's worth right now, unfortunately. Okay. Like I got it for around 30. It's gone up to 60. The same guys I bought it for, they sold 60, they sold two of them for 60,000 a month ago. There right. was a sale yesterday for $43,000 on eBay, and that's the lowest I've seen in the last 6 months, like on eBay. So, and there's a ton of them out there. I don't know if it's cuz LeBron had a little bit of an injury and now everybody's like, "Oh no, sell our boxes." Right. But the way I look at it, then when I bought this, it's more of a long-term hold. I look at the 86 Fleer boxes and how they're selling for a million dollars cuz the Jordans in there. Sure. The the Jordan the LeBron refractor, especially like the gold border one that's in that could potentially be inside this box oh. there's only like 50 of those i think and yeah so, 50. but the 86 flare jordans there's a ton of them and so i have to think that the value of this box seven years from now is going to be worth a lot more so i'm probably going to hold on to that for a long time yeah what's crazy about that box? so last january so what 13 months ago 14 months ago now 2500 bucks all day for those boxes and then i was like <laughs> i got offered a few at 10 grand and i was like there's no way i'm not buying at the peak of this market at 10 grand <laughs> Needless to say, I'm not sitting on any 03 boxes, but that's a pretty that's a pretty sweet find. So let me ask you this. What's the most expensive sports box you've ripped or pack? 
I haven't opened that many sports packs, which is okay. weird. I, I bought that one. I bought like 10 of these 2017 fast break NBA boxes because I love Donovan Mitchell at the Utah Jazz. That's and right. Jazz I guy. kind of have just kind of gone into just buying <laughs> cards and it's fun to have a few boxes that are good that you can hold on to for a while, but it definitely is a little safer to buy the cards that are already graded or that are out there. So yeah, now, unfortunately I know where what's inside, but I haven't opened a ton of packs. <laughs> Smart now man. That, so that, that begs the question, are you planning to do more in the card space on your channel? Are you guys going to be opening more packs or anything like that in the future? We're going to be doing some fun things. I, what I find interesting is finding people that have like mega collections, like somebody like Gary Vaynerchuk, somebody yeah. like um, the sports card investor, Jeff. Like, so like I'm going to go to a few of those people, make a few videos of seeing some multi-million dollar collections and kind of seeing what's in there. And I'm going to bring Lincoln with me. And I'm hoping that through going through this process that he will get into sports cards because I think he could do really well in it and he would enjoy it. He already knows so much about sports. He's a big sneaker head. He has a huge collection of sneakers, but there's no trading of the sneakers. He just stores them in his room, these old Jordans. And so I think this is like a good mixture of like being an entrepreneur and learning how to run a business in a way and make a little bit of money, but also just a good way to be passionate about sports that you already love. No, absolutely. So I, I want to say that when I watch your videos, I think it's really cool how excited you get about it. But you could really tell when you were opening like your personal collection because you have like how many Donovan Mitchell graded cards? I have a lot. I'm yeah. probably, <laughs> I don't know, 20 or 30. I just got another one back from Beckett this last week that I was pretty excited about. That So yeah, I've, I've got a, quite a few Donovan Mitchells. And of course, um, it's, you're going to look at that and be like, well, yeah, I mean, they have, they're the jazz. Nobody cares about them. And they may not, they're number one in the league right now, but they may not be by the end of the season. But again, it's another one of those, I think, long-term. This guy is a superstar, like on and off the court. He is, he's so good in the communities, going to the college games for both teams. And he's genuine about like his love for it. There's a lot of players that are really good at basketball. And then you look at them off the court and they're just not as exciting. And like, like Kobe Bryant, I loved Kobe Bryant's Mamba mentality. I love the way that he was afterward, even after his career doing documentaries and working on different films and just that positive personality that he had. And I see a lot of that with Donovan Mitchell, that he's a superstar. If he ever goes to another team that's in a bigger market, they're going to see this. If, he, if they do make it to the finals somehow, if they're lucky enough, fortunate enough to, I think the world is going to see like how good of a person he is and how big of a star he is. And of course, he's really good on the court too. Yeah, even last year when he had that, he went off against Denver. Because I mean, I think that went to seven games when him and Jamal Murray were just putting up 40 and 50 back to back. And I don't see, I don't know who's catching the Jazz this year. Anyways, out West, the Lakers are not even going to be close now. They're so injured, at least regular season. I got to think they go in number one. So, yeah, yep, we, we've yeah. talked Mitchell. We're, we're big Donovan guys just because of the value. His pricing is so cheap compared to other guys who are elite at that position. So, yeah, we yeah. like it. So, There's definitely uh, some other players that I've picked up that aren't just Donovan Mitchell that I haven't mentioned on there. Like, one of the long-term plays that I like is De'Aaron Fox. And I feel like he's really undervalued right now. He's he's scoring like 26 points a game. Yes, he's on the Kings. It's not as good of, of a team. But if you just look at the playoffs this year, I don't think a lot of people realize how they're going to be letting 10 teams in there instead right, of eight the this year. Yeah. They're only like three games out of the 10th spot right now. The Kings are. And if they can kind of go on a run and De'Aaron Fox gets in there, he's a big enough star, again, on and off the court. That's kind of what I look for in guys. Like he's... He's huge on Twitch. He streams. He's a gamer. He also has like over a million followers on Instagram. Really likable, a leader. If he ever goes to another team or if their team like this year makes it to the 10th spot and then overachieves, I like him. I like how cheap he is and unknown he is. <laughs> so, so Dan, let me ask. So try, kind of changing subjects a little bit. 
when it comes to opening packs, uh, you you did this not too long ago with one of those 2003 uh, LeBron rookie packs. And unfortunately, you did not find one. But we have not opened any packs on air before. How would you feel about, uh, and I say this like we didn't already plan this. How would you yeah, feel about this? taking a pack out Get to it. and opening it up? Mike's got a pack. We're going to open uh, one each. You got one. Mike's got one. We'll see just what we might find on air. Granted, it doesn't have to be the LeBron pack, but if you've got another pack, yeah, I don't think he's cracking an 03 box. I mean, he's following on the ring. I've opened not four of those packs that I bought off eBay. They're individual packs of the 2003 Topps Chrome. And then I have a bunch of the graded ones, but I don't even know how I'd ever even get into this thing. So oh, uh, that's hey, a hammer. Hey, I do have the hammer Donovan Mitchell potential rookie year, 2017. It's an entire box. So I'll open it up and get a pack out of there. Hopefully yeah, we get lucky. Yeah. Mike, what do you what do you want to open up? So Let's I've got some. This. So actually, Ken, I told Ken I needed a car. So the Evansville Car Shop's always my guy for retail. He had some hoops premium from last year. So the old Zion and Ja 1920. Oh. It's a cello pack. Which most of you guys know, hanger pack. There's three little packs in one. Speaking of good audio, pack crinkling on the microphone as a breaker. This was always a, a joy. This is going to be great for Corey podcasting. People, <laughs> people need to know it's real. If they didn't hear the crinkle, they'd say that's a fake video right there. Oh man, yeah. yeah. yeah so <laughs> this again, is great. The I've packs. never opened one of these boxes right here. Now oh, I'm nice. going to just open one with you guys. But I got to pick one that's like in the middle. I don't know. Is there a is there a theory to where the best card could be. So there's only five cards in each one of these packs. So it used to like be that. there were spots, like in the old days, you knew exactly where to go for the auto. Because I think those are, are those one auto per box? Yes, they are. Yeah, so you, but nowadays they do a pretty good job randoming them up, so. Okay. So yeah, you got Tatum, 17's a good class though. Tatum, your boy De'Aaron Fox, oh. the Spider. Yep. All right. And, yeah. Are you, I should I go weird. first? You want me to open this thing? Um, Mike, yeah, we're Mike how, many, how many cards do you have in your pack, Mike? So we got 12 in the base pack, and there's the the bonus pack with those cello packs. So Okay. Couple wanna, each. Dan, what would you think about opening two packs on that yours since you've got five? I like okay. it. Jesse is really these packs. Jesse is <laughs> the quarterback <laughs> in this whole thing. I like it. All right. So, Dan, let's um, – actually, I think Mike's is going to be the most underwhelming. So let's do uh, – Mike, you open <laughs> – just don't I'll act like you won't be. All right. Uh, <laughs> you, you go first, and then we'll have Dan go. So here's the Hoops premium stock, all base. So decent rookie for the Spurs. First one out. Keldon Johnson, not bad. All right. Colby White action. Oh, I like Kobe. Kobe. The silver, the hollow, Anthony Davis, green, Jalen Brunson, and a little Siku insert. Not All right. Bad. Maybe nice. don't run through it so fast next time, but that's fine. That was okay. slow. I was trying to be slow, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. What is, what's your, you had, was that the, all of them in the pack? You had 12, right? Yep. So, well, I didn't show the vet base at the top. Oh, oh okay. Just keep it rolling, Jess. We get all you. right. Well, we're with whatever, you. Dan. Uh, <laughs> let's let's check out yours. What what do we got in yours? All right, here we go. This is the uh, yeah 2017 Panini Prism Fast Break Tatum Spider Baby. Let's see him. Come on, if we can get if we get a Donovan, it is just meant to be. I have Donovans all over littered over this table in case I need to show them on the camera. <laughs> Here's what's gonna happen, Dan. You're gonna pull I'm, a nice Jason Tatum, and I'm gonna be irritated because I'm a Celtics fan. So <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you might, I might have to give it to you if it's a nice Jason Tatum. Okay, um, Ooh, I'm terrible at opening these packs, but I'm opening it on camera so you can see it's legit here. I'm opening it up. We've got, check it out, Tony Parker started off. Not bad. All right. I can't even see. Robin Lopez. All right, not super great. Um, ooh, that's fancy. Hey now. Oh, good looking, but it's Wesley Iwundu. I don't even know anything about him. No, not great. No. no. All right. The disco variation, though. 
been around for a long time, not too great. And John Wall, we definitely need to open more than one pack because that's yeah. not fantastic there. There's not the autograph in that one. All right, here we go. This is the pack, though. I'm feeling really good about this. I'm opening there... this bonus pack, by the way, Do while it. we're sitting Do here. It. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because here's, again, this is how the these ones run. You get the one bonus pack with the variations. Not bad. Little Siku. Siku rookie variation. We got Ooh. a few bucks. I'll send this to PSA in 2038 when they come back. I'll, sh- I'll reveal my grade. That's going to be good for everybody. <laughs> That's it. Uh, those right. three. Just only three in the bonus pack. Yep. So not bad. A couple Sikus. The very. I mean, honestly, if this pack graded out as underwhelming as it is, the Sikus, Kobe White. I mean, still, which is weird of a product this year, and it would take forever to get back. But even just those, like the Kobe White, I'm sure is a hundred dollar plus card as a oh, ten. Nice. It's a weird. That's what's weird about cards right now. It can be super underwhelming, and all of a sudden you grade stuff. So I'll send those right off. I'll probably send those to Sappy. All right. Sappy or Piper. I'm terrible at opening packs, but I'm opening another one right now. Oh, hey, this is better. I'm doing Redemption time, Dan. Whew. Okay. We need Tatum, right? Okay. We got Wade Baldwin, the fourth. Whoever knew that guy was in the NBA. Not as good as the third. Terrence Ferguson. (laughs) Okay. We got a former jazz player who's doing pretty well in the NBA now, but not super valuable. We got Joe Crowder, which is funny because it's like a Cavaliers thing. But he's wearing a Boston jersey. We're in the Celtics. Here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's oh, it is numbered. It's numbered one fourteen out of uh, one twenty five. So there's that. It's okay. probably the best one in here, I'd imagine. Terry Rosier. I don't really know him much. Yeah. But Celtics, you know. Scary Terry. <laughs> and I, uh, one of the guys I cannot stand because he killed my team in college when he was at St. Mary's playing against BYU. He was he would make the dagger three every time, and it was the worst. Matthew Delavadova. So, Little um, Deli. Yeah, <laughs> man, that guy was a killer in college. He was so good. Well, but, yeah, there's my packs. Not not crazy exciting. I was hoping we'd find out something else, but over the next hour, I'm probably gonna just gonna sit here and open up all the rest <laughs> of them from this box. There you go. We just set up your next YouTube video. Boom. Yeah. There you win go. win. <laughs> well, Dan, we really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much and continued success. Hopefully, you pull that. Uh, you gotta you gotta tell us before you air it. If you open up that uh, 2003 box. Just give us a heads up. Let us know if you did pull it. Okay, you I'll know, try not we to want use, to know that uh, LeBron's out there. Cut him in half if I do. Yeah, it. No, yeah. don't do that, please. <laughs> nice. Oh man. Well, thanks again, Dan. Really appreciate you coming on, and best of luck to you in the future. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Dan. Thanks. Have a good one, buddy. All right. Keep up the hard work. You guys are great. Thanks, awesome. man. Appreciate it, man. See ya. All right, guys, that was your show. Appreciate Dan coming on, the What's Inside guy. Uh, yeah, like I told you earlier, if that dude tried to cut open some O3 Top Scroll boxes <laughs> and just cut them in half, I was going to fly to Utah and have words with the man. But no, appreciate him jumping on. Mark Feinsand, the MLB Inside reporter, executive reporter, I believe Ooh. is his Twitter handle. Hello. Uh, dude's got like 125,000 followers on Twitter. He's going to come over on uh, our Friday show and talk MLB with us. Guys, he's high on some prospect talk as well. So that'll be pretty cool. As always, brought to you by The Ringer and Spot. Spotify, uh, the podcast network. Download anywhere you get your podcasts at. Make sure you check out Sports Cards Nonsense, our website. Uh, That's our Twitter handle, Instagram, the Facebook group, all that good stuff. So check us out, and we'll be back with you guys on Friday. Later. Later.